So I've been meditating on what it's like to be human, to truly be human. And I realize I see no fault in being human, no fault at all. Like how are we supposed to see fault in the way we were designed? Imagine that. Imagine being upset that you can't select an icon on your MacBook with your finger on the screen. MacBooks aren't designed with a touch screen surface, are they? So it would make no sense to guilt oneself or be frustrated. It makes no sense to guilt oneself for experiencing shame, anger, jealousy, exhaustion, doubt. We will feel these things, won't we? Because it's simply a part of our human makeup, our design, our software. But the upgrade is in our consciousness and our awareness, which gives us the ability to decide, to observe, to choose what we will do. My friend, the power, your power is in your choice or simply your observation. I think a lot of our suffering comes with over identifying with the suffering. You know, it's safe to say majority of us, you know, probably have a few meals today, at least one, have access to internet. If you're listening to this, you know, there is a roof over our heads. The suffering we are experiencing is most likely within the mind. It's in the worries of tomorrow, the worries of yesterday, uncomfortable with our present thoughts or our present environments and those intrusive thoughts that seem to keep passing by. And the truth is, this is all happening within the mind's playground. So we need to make it a daily practice to remind ourselves that you are not the mind. The mind is like a computer that often lags. It gets a bug here and there. Random pop-ups, <laughs> you know, random tabs and windows, sometimes way too many open. But my friend, you are not just the mind. You are also spirit. You simply process information with the mind and absorb whatever is necessary into your heart, spirit and body. But it is your responsibility to clear the mind. We have the capacity for such great emotional depths to experience a vast range of emotions from profound joy to love, to sadness, to grief. And I believe that these energies often provide, you know, depth and a, and a richness into our lives, enabling us to truly connect and see others and be felt and appreciate the complexity of the human experience. I realized one day that my journey through my own depths allowed me to understand others on a intuitive level without even ever fully knowing that individual because I understood the basis of being a human being. I could look at someone and see beyond their ignorance, their anger, their jealousy, their political beliefs, their skin, their age, their race, their gender. Instead, we see human, a human that is being. And through our emotions and our experiences, we develop true empathy and compassion for others. This is how we raise our heart posture. Have you ever wanted to be more compassionate, considering of others, 
have more love for yourself, for your tribe, your orbit. You have to exercise your heart. You have to exercise your compassion and you will raise yourself up. You know, when I'm out and about, I like to refer to everybody as like almost my family. You know, any guy that I see, I say, hey, brother, <laughs> how are you? And I show women the utmost respect, hold doors, you know, make sure I have a glow on my face. Because at the end of the day, under the most high, we are all siblings, right? Because that's the highest parent of them all. The highest teacher, the creator, mm, source. So yes, you know, I realize I see everybody, no matter age, race, or gender, as family. And let's be honest, even within our own families, there's people that we don't really like. <laughs> people that we don't get along with, right? But come Thanksgiving dinner, you know, we know how to simply show some respect and keep the energy neutral for their environment. And this is where personal growth happens. Exercising the heart and different experiences with different humans and ourselves. Are we going to raise our heart posture? Are we going to lower it? Are we going to love ourselves? Or are we going to shame ourselves? Are we going to nurture ourselves? Or are we going to continue down this destructive path for ourselves? Are we going to forget or forgive? Will we hold on and destroy? You know, the lessons we learn, the obstacles we overcome, and the relationships we build shape us into beautiful, strong, compassionate, and knowledgeable human beings, whole beings. And these lessons we learn often get transmuted into various forms of art, music, writing, expression, because the human spirit can't, it simply can't do anything but create, but to transform, but to transcend. The creative expression allows us to explore our innermost thoughts. It's a map of self-discovery to our treasures and gifts. And my friend, this map is a reminder that in life's cruel moments, every single moment you can return home and empower yourself. You have space, you have time, you have infinite resources within yourself while you are here and you are redeemable. And this is the key is knowing that you are redeemable. What once was doesn't have to be. We can truly do alchemy. You know, we can take the substances and experiences of our current life and we produce joy, we produce happiness, we produce peace and peace is a process. We know that from the reminder deck at no.com. But you have the power within you to heal, grow and transform. And in every moment, there's an opportunity for redemption and a chance to reclaim your power. We have like so much resources these days. We have ancient and modern practices that can assist us in our power in discovering who we are. You know, we have meditation, we have yoga, we have Qigong, we have prayer, we have a real good sweat and whatever fitness of your choice. We have deep breathing. We have our breath. We have laughter. We have sound. And me, myself, and I, I personally have found transformation throughout these practices implementing them into my days until they become positive habits. 
in the lowest space I was ever in in my life, I somehow found myself at a yoga center and nobody took me. I just Googled a place, showed up, super uncomfortable, not, you know, not knowing what to expect at all. It was my first time doing yoga. I had no idea what I was doing. I just put it all on the line. I let go and I breathed. And that release was such an offering for me. I started to go every single day, five, six days a week. And it did more than just change my life. It provided me a way to approach my mental health and my struggles mindfully. It created space for me to expand instead of being caught in a constant cycle of fight or flight. You know, some of these practices guided me to a peaceful sanctuary within myself, you know, a place we can go within where everything is cool, calm and collective. It's home, it's source, no matter what our external realities is looking like. And this is a place where we can go and we can face our fears and our anxieties. And we develop a calm and resilient spirit. And this is how we can step into the unknown and embrace being a student again. A student of life, a student of self. Saying yes to what aligns, but letting go of what no longer serves us. You know, I always say, and I continue to say it, Let's clip our wings so a new set of wings can grow. Our awakening, our evolution, it's much more of a letting go process sometimes than it is an attaining process. Sometimes we focus so much on what we need to get, what we need to attain, what is missing. But really, we are in a season where we should be letting go let go of what no longer serves you let go of those limiting beliefs let go of your ego being in control and this is just a discovery it's shedding it's letting go of everything and embracing what remains seeing what remains once we strip away all of that no longer serves us and now we come back to source we can strengthen our core let me tell you something who we are in our essence is total joyful bliss (laughs) like your essence who you are at your core at your source you are light you are connected to all of life But the barrier is the stories, the dogmas, and the beliefs we constantly tell ourselves. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. I've always been a confident individual. You know, maybe it's a privilege. An early knowing, an understanding as a child. But it doesn't mean that confidence is linear. You know, there was a few years where my confidence was quickly slipping away from me. And I found myself searching far and wide for it. But then I learned that our potential returns back to us the moment we remember who we are and who we want to be. You were before you are. I truly believe in that. That in your mother's womb, you were crafted with all the potential that a human spirit can bear. And, you know, through natural selection and events that were obviously out of our control, 
some of us going through traumas, having these limiting beliefs, lack of opportunity. Sometimes we have a lack of resources. Yes, we are born into these situations. These can become a barrier to our potential, but it's not a, it's not a wall. It can't fully stop us. It's not impossible to tap into everything that you are made out of. First, we should always recognize the privileges that we do have because every single one of us has some type of privilege that we are lacking in others. And nobody really knows why. This is why it's key to recognize we all have privilege. We all have shortcomings. But majority of us are still in the top 10% in this world, even 5% globally, when it comes to privilege. If you, if you travel, you will see this. If we fix our focus, we shift our perspective, and we find ways to make sense of the cards that we were dealt in life, and we find ways to turn them into empowering offerings, empowering storylines, chapters within our own book, this will give us the strength to discover that potential and embrace it and illuminate it all over our path. This is the power that we have. Sharing your experiences, no matter how heavy they feel, can help others feel less alone. You have a gift. You have a story. You have value because of your experiences, because of your being, because of your faults. Remember, we see no fault and being a human being. One of the best feelings is probably transcending a difficult space, then sharing the light you cultivated within that space and illuminating another path. This allows us to see the magic in our own life, right? And then we often see it happening for a reason, so now it brings more meaning to life. When we can live without performance, and stop being so afraid of releasing parts of ourselves and giving people permission to do so. Maybe it happened for a reason. Maybe our vulnerability being exposed was necessary for their hope. Living without performance and not being afraid to expose all parts of yourself gives people permission to do the same in their lives. That is why we love stories from those who we deem successful. We get insight into the raw and their vulnerable moments that we are also going through as well. But if you've journeyed through pain, you are a success. You have wisdom. You have an offering. It's not just the wealthy who have a story or who have value. No, each one of us do. Because the greatest story you will ever know is the one you live and share yourself. But also know it is your story. It doesn't have to always be shared. If you share it, share it from a place of power. Your journey to healing is a personal one. Sometimes it's better to just let experiences sit and integrate before sharing them. You let them stew, you meditate on it, and when it aligns and it feels right, you let it shine bright. Remember, the upgrade is in your consciousness. Your free will to choose, to share, to preserve, it's your story. Go and write it. Go and tell it. Go experience it. And you don't know in hindsight every ting is going to be all right. So bye ting, and we power by. Cheers.